Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening. We're going to wrap this topic up, but let's get to Randall and let him have the last word on this IVF question. And look, I'm not. I don't know all the answers. I do think there's some procedural things that could be done differently and doesn't have to be tremendous cost differences when you're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to start with. Maybe we just shouldn't create so many extras. And I understand having extras. Look, I'm an extra guy, semi-hoarder. Hey, I can buy two. Yeah, but three, this is a deal on three. I might as well get three. You only need one. Yeah, but I'll have extras. That's, I get that mindset, but maybe we shouldn't create so many extras. Then we wouldn't have these problems, would we? With storage and we freezing wouldn't. and we wouldn't. et cetera. And I would also say, as a purchaser of produce, uh, fresh is probably better. I would suggest that you are correct about that. But mm-hmm. then those there are IVF people that would say, and I got my husband, my husband answered and said, mm-hmm. they do grab so many because the loss is so great. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I looked at that clinic in Los Angeles and mm-hmm. they're, they're all, hey, you can do one. You can do one. And usually you do more than one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I like the idea you had of to do the four, if you're going to implant four. I know my, my, what I was talking about during the break was these are doctors, scientists, Mm-hmm. And they look at the lady and they say, you know, you could you could handle triplets. I'm not saying you want it. I'm not saying you're it's all gonna go back together the way it is today, but you could handle triplets and we'll we'll create three, we'll implant three, and we'll and if three take, you're getting triplets. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good policy. I mean, who knows? It's, a, science, it's a fascinating question. Science has over the last 50 years probably kind of forgotten sometimes the ethical questions. They have. And it leads to standards, policy standards that may not have been the, the best policy standards. And so now we're having to grapple with, with new things that mm-hmm. we didn't even know existed. Well, Let's go to um, Randall real quick. Yes, wait, ma'am? Randall, I got one more thought mm-hmm. before we go to you. But part of this, and it bothers me, is that it's very emotional. You're dealing with children. Yes. You're dealing with your family. You're dealing with love. I mean, you know, you've, and it, it reminds me so much of the LGBTQ with, and I, I say this all the time with the pastors, that you start to rationalize decisions that you wouldn't make because it is emotional and it is personal instead of just looking at, I mean, truth yeah. and facts. And like, you can't let your own personal experience or emotions get in the way of making good, solid, ethical decisions. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, it's a very slippery slope. It should, it these things of life to me are pretty black and white. Right. And should always be black and white. Um, and while you were but, out, I was saying the thing about, hey, a, a woman could carry three or four babies, I'm not four, whew, wow, but three or two or whatever and, and quote-unquote, create that many You're, fertilized eggs and then implant them. Because they all have a chance. And then don't have extras. Right. And then it's up to however the system works. Yeah. Maybe only one makes it then, but you've you've done the responsible part. And I would have no problem with that, I, I think. And it, 
well, I don't know if y'all talked about this, but just whole science in general is kind of difficult. The lines are very blurry because, you know, God gives you a brain. He gives you the ability to think and reason mm-hmm. and create and invent. And science has come so far, but how far is too far? Mm-hmm. And if you can, if, you know, like Elon Musk with what he's doing with Neuralink and all that, you know, is that, I don't know, are you are you playing around with things you shouldn't be playing around with? Are you... So, right. I, and at the same time, that they, all, they always feelings. they always mm-hmm. bill them as, "Hey, if we do this, the the person who is crippled, who was in a you know diving accident or whatever is paralyzed, will be able to walk again and function." You're like, "Heck yeah!" And then, but where they have the embryo, I mean, the uterus, the the basically it looks like some sci-fi thing where you you know it's like a plastic uterus that you can oh, grow a baby ecto. in. The ecto, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, that's just getting bizarre. There's so much of of a baby, and from having two adopted children, just so much happens in the womb with connection with the mother and the, right. the hormones and the the voice and just the. Uh, are we messing around with things that we shouldn't be messing around? Well, with? How are we going to have a clone army if we're not going to do that? Duh. <laughs> Are we going right. to have people so who would just, who would just oh do our bidding goodness. if we're not going to do it through science? Let's go to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, you can kind of go on back. This started a long time ago, really, uh, 1861. The Human Human Act of 1861, they added, added this in the U.K. They added abortion. And uh, also, Superior the Great of Parnesia, Superior too. he was a... a Hey, this is back in the, uh, 861. I'm talking, we talking, we talking hundreds of thousands. You know what I mean? We go, this is not nothing new. And, and what you're talking about, uh, Allison, you, you, you're hitting on it. In 2017, uh, Philadelphia, uh, Children's Hospital, uh, born the first one in the bag. Like that. It was a premature baby. They stuck it in the bag. Uh, uh, he, he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now when you talk about Singer, you were talking about Singer earlier. And yes. Wales, Singer. They, yes. they, yeah, they, they, they are, they, they, they are on this artificial wound technology, and that's what they push this to. They want us to not want this. They want us to stop this crap because they're going to artificial wound technology, and they already got it. I mean, we've been had it. It's just we, they got to make us choose it. You know what I mean? Well, so, that's in the uh, Brave New World book, right? Everybody's uh, born in a. Uh, there, everybody's a test tube. You can get like a baby in a bag. Well, yeah, it's in a, it's in a, it's in a big glass it. tube. It's like no, purple onion chicken baby. a sack. No, we're looking. We're looking. And then you ain't got to. I mean, but yes, it's in a bag now, and they do. They've been doing animals, lambs, goats. We've been doing that for years. We've been calling. You know what I mean? And you can clone your dog for like seventy five thousand dollars. There's nothing to it. And uh, uh, so all you need is a hair off the dog. They can do it right here in America. And uh, so we way ahead of what they make you think we are. And like I say, we've done we done grew a baby in the bag. It's done been done, but they're acting like we in trials, and we're not. We're, we're, it's done. I mean, so why we keep letting these folks do this stuff? That'd be the next question. Like why we keep we, we act like well, we well, 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 like, this. Randall. That's why every time we decide you shouldn't do these things, somebody just uh, moves it offshore. And Dr. Fauci or somebody like him pays to have it done. I guess. And then uh, if you look up uh, Logan's, uh, Logan's, I can't think of her name, but uh, 
L-O-U-G-H-L-I-N-I-N. That's it. And then Choice. Look up her. It's a lot to do with her. And uh, if you can go all the way back to S-H-A-P-U-R-2 with the two lines. Like, he's number two. Uh, he was number two person born. Like, that was He was born in 8660. And this was the first one that was, uh, a, uh, they call it gestation is what they called it. And he was a king and actually lived longer than any king uh, back in that time. So he lived and like, he, he, uh, so it's, I think they already done this with him. A king's been born, like it was a, a artificial wound, and he lived longer than anybody. He, he reigned terror over everybody. For, uh, he's the longest living one ever. And and they done this back then. So, and they use, they call it gestation uh, X something like. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it gets crazier, but like, I, us saying that we in time trials, and they've already done it. I mean, we're not in no trials. Like, right. I don't know. So they're trying to make us say, hey, let's stop doing what we're doing here, and let's go to this. Because Singer is behind a lot of the writings that I, that I study. And Wells, and then you can go to uh, Cannoid. I mean, he does a lot. I mean, that is so much. I, I, I know we ain't got enough time to go through it, but we, we just another thing like Elon Musk, acting like he's the first one down here doing this brain stuff. And we just yeah. being alive to and we take and we taking it on the chin. You know, Thanks, Randall. Appreciate right. you, buddy. Let's go to Happy Trails. Happy Trails. Welcome to the program, and we always are happy to talk to uh, first-time callers. Good morning. I'm not morning. a first-time caller to talk radio, but I am to your program. Well, I listen thank you. all the time, and uh, I missed a little bit of the show because I had to run down my stairs to talk to my husband. Uh, who is a retired OBGYN, and y'all were talking about keeping the uh, embryos, the eggs, separate from the sperm. Yes, that's the the question. Do we have to create so many extras? Well, having been through this with my son and his wife, Mm -hmm. yes, you do. They retrieved 44 eggs from her. Okay. But only 21 were viable. And okay. by the time they fertilized them, only 10 survived. So okay. there is a lot of science that goes into it. And my husband said there have been multiple studies done and that this is the way that it should be done because it gives the most success. Um. There are a lot of people who can't produce eggs. Uh, my daughter-in-law had um, polycystic ovarian disease, and yes, those ma'am. are people who have trouble producing eggs. Mm-hmm. And when she does produce eggs, you want to get as many as you can because it might not happen ever again. Okay. And it's very time-consuming, money-consuming. It's emotional. It's um, very physical in that you're taking drugs the whole time to get your right. body ready to produce the eggs. Right. And they can cause some real emotional ups and downs and depressions and things like that. So oh, I bet. There's a whole lot that goes into it. But my husband brought up a subject which I thought y'all might be interested in that I hadn't thought about is now that if this is declared uh, as uh, Judge Cook said, then what is the legal ramification of an heir for this embryo? If 
you have two children and one embryo and you have a will and it says everything goes to my children is that embryo a child that is to be equally split um, That's a real humdinger. It is. Oh, so you yeah, just added real. a whole new step to our questions we can't answer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, they do get a lot of psychological counseling. They get a lot of legal advice when they go through this because it is a lot of money. It was around, I think, about $50,000. Good night. So they... they they really want to be sure that people want to do this and that they're willing to put forth all effort everywhere. Right. So, but they had a child. She was, the first baby was a clomid baby and then she couldn't get pregnant. Um, she started trying, uh, lost two babies, mm. had in vitro and several didn't take one. She lost. And then uh, they decided to take a break. And lo and behold, in the break, they got pregnant. They have an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. And now they have one embryo left. And (laughs) she's 39 and he's 41. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) they have an eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and said, well, we may implant it and just see what happens. But I think now they've pretty much decided, nah. Right, right. Wow. Uh, Happy trails. So, Thank you. This is a great, well, very helpful. Yeah. Thanks for calling. I like that, that extra kink thrown in there. Yes, yes. ma'am. Yeah. We appreciate uh, it. My brain hurts. <laughs> that's that's every day. That's that You're right. That's just getting out of bed every day. <laughs> Stan Cook on the other side. Lots of stuff to do. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. My goodness, this uh, this has been an interesting question today. You think we lost half our audience again just asking no, questions? No, I, because we don't have the answers. That's what we're at. we're having a discussion about. Mm-hmm. These are things we've never thought of. Um, I've and never we have thought figured about out that the sciencey doctor answer is just. Do as shoot many as possible. Shot. Yeah, you, you shoot the shotgun. You got a better chance of hitting the bird with the shotgun than you do with the rifle. So fire the shotgun, and yeah, you got a lot of pellets left over, and then you just worry about the pellets later. Isn't it really not the doctor's it's moral dilemma then? Anyway, it's efficient. It's statistically better. You buy more lottery tickets, even, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Except they're humans. Well, I know. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a cleanup on clean Iowa. Up on no one. big deal. Let's go to Stan Cook, who says he's on topic, sort of. <laughs> the best I can Stan, do with it. <laughs> hey, welcome like to the program. Hey. hey, good morning. How are y'all? Doing good well. Morning. How are you? Okay, buddy. Um, wanted to give you an insight <laughs> about the judges before we talk about uh, the embryo situation. Huh? Um, most Most people look at a court case. Uh, either you know the the plaintiff or the the attorney appears before the Supreme Court uh, as a person. They make the case. The judges rule, and there's no outside influence at all. And people look at the court case and go, "Well, how could they rule that way?" Well, let yeah. me give you just a, a, a quick insight. Um, number one, you have a Supreme Court justice on the Alabama Supreme Court that is a former campaign manager for the current governor. Uh, was a campaign manager during 
the lieutenant governor's races and the governor's races. There is a great relationship there between those two people. Wait, who are you and talking about? I'm talking about Will Sellers. Oh. And uh, so uh, does the governor bring to bear any influence, uh, you know, conversations behind the scenes, phone calls in the middle of the night uh, about, about how, hey, we need this case to go this way. All right. Then you have other judges in general uh, that are paraded through law firms, and these law firms talk to these potential Supreme Court justice candidates, and they make contributions to their campaign, and then they stand before them with a court case. So when this law firm is standing before that judge, how do you think that judge is going to rule? He's going to rule in their favor. Or in the middle of the night, a phone call is made and it said, look, we know we're going to lose this case in court. We want you to write the dissent. And when you write a dissent, we need for you to put the wording in this way because we're going to appeal this case and we're going to use, use your words of dissent as the basis on which we are appealing the case. And that I, goes I on. I can't disagree day. with anything you've said. Now you yeah. meddling, Stan Cook. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's the way it works. And Can you it, come it, it, down to our that. studio and park by me so that <laughs> so that your tires are cut and not mine? Scott, oh. you, would, you would have to you have to keep up with me on the interstate. I'm so busy. If you want to flash my tires, if you don't break an arm, just flash my tires. Oh my goodness gracious! So, well, people people do forget the human side of the judicial system. They forget yeah, the po political side of of everything. There's nothing that's not political. And then they forget that, um, to use biblical text, I mean, even in the Old Testament, it refers to corrupt judges. Mm. So if, if, if God is warning us about corrupt judges, maybe, maybe sometimes we ought to think there might be one, just one, in the vast fruited plain that is the United States. At least just one corrupt judge. And, and I, yeah, and, and that's the whole point of what I'm trying to make, is that there are more influences going on behind the scenes that the general public never knows about. Right. And, and then you come, you come away scratching your head saying, well, why did they vote this way? Or how did they say that? Well, well let me give you a good example. Are, the, the judge in the Trump case in New York. What's his name? He's got some weird name. Ingeron. Enron. In, 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 Arthur Ingeron. Yes. Do um, you think he doesn't have anybody in his ear going, let him have it? Mm. Oh, yeah, we got you. We got you. It's good. It's just, look, it's going to be fine. And, he's, and maybe he says, but, but this is, this is, but, but, oh, no, you're going to be fine. Mm. I mean, I'm convinced there's no way he does all the things he has been doing totally on his own without knowing that there's some sort of support structure behind him if it all blows up. Well, yeah, and the question is always going to be asked, too. Okay, you want me to vote this way. What's in it for me? Hmm. Right. But, but if, if I vote this way, you know, I'm going to catch a lot of flack, so what's in it for right. me? Hmm. But, That's right. Uh, well, let me let me share, share something with you about uh, the, uh, the artificial insemination process, uh, the embryo process that that is going to be making more news in the future. 
Okay. Uh, in, Israel, in Israel, there's a university called Technion. It is one of the most high-tech universities in the world. Uh, they are doing studies on diabetes where they take uh, stem cells out of people's stomach and turn them into uh, the, pro- the proper cells that they need, beta cells primarily, uh, to help cure diabetes. Okay. Well, during that process, they discovered that they could take those same stem, ce- stem cells and compare them to defective sperm from males that were not able to produce children. Okay. And they, they come up with a very elaborate uh, cocktail of uh, the man's sperm and his stem cells, the stem cells repair the sperm, and then they fertilize the egg. And mm-hmm. so now they have created what is called synthetic sperm in Israel. And every Jewish woman that wants to be impregnated by a Jewish man can can have a Jewish baby. And uh, that is that's taking place now. So then, I know we're we are talking about eggs being fertilized, but what about this male sperm that's being banked? And this gentleman dies, and he still has you know hundreds of children walking the earth. Uh, so th- hmm. th- this is about to get very complicated. Gracious. Thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you'll be up on the other side. Lots of stuff to do today. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is here. Allison Sinclair is here. What? what I saw I you checking to make sure that I, I clicked just on. Looking, oh, I was looking. If I do it wrong, I will be responsible. If all goes well, the women did it. If it all goes bad... Scott, Scott messed it, it up. It, it's not just Scott. It's great Scott. <laughs> great Scott. It's Scott. It's Scott. One, hey, of our, one of our faults. After we finish this, I have a great question. I need to see if y'all saw something in the news. Okay. Just to pile on. Just to pile on our just already to, deep issues we're taking on today. Let's go to Craig, who is... Allison is not on topic, but it's a good topic. I think it's a Maybe good we time go to there? change topics. Yeah, I think, right I think we've you. talked oh, about embryos enough, yeah, and my brain maybe, hurts. Maybe too far. So let's talk about migrants. Let's do it. Craig, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. All right, we'll, we'll move on to a new topic. Migrants? Um, when do we start calling people migrants? Well, the illegals, but, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I just got out of the camp. I was in the camp last weekend, so I'm still trying to work it through. <laughs> Which is sad. That's actually going to happen one day, and everybody's going to say, what happened? Well, I don't know, idiot. For the last couple of years, we've been warning you, but... Um, the, Wait, what um, did you call them? Illegal I, invaders? Illegal alien invaders. No, illegal alien invaders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, really, I call them Obama's army, because that's Ooh. what he built. Oh, oh I'm a right Oh, by the way, I saw an article that said that I think they accredited the federal government that there are at least 50,000 fighting age, military age, Chinese men illegally in the country. That's comforting. At least 50,000. Well, nobody will bring up the fact China don't let their people leave unless they allow them to. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. That's a sticking point, isn't it? I noticed all the it? news people just missed that. Well, they just flew over here. No, they didn't just fly over here because China doesn't allow that. They right. were sent over here. That's to correct. build up the army that's going to take us over. But what I've been enjoying is listening to the people in Chicago gripe and complain, <laughs> especially this one love. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they've already made hats and T-shirts, and they've got their little fight song down, as usual. 
But she's like, y'all going to bring them in here in our black community where we're already receiving the scraps, and you're going to take those? And I started thinking, you get scraps? <laughs> I don't get nothing. I don't have nobody bringing me anything in my community. So what are, what, what are these scraps you're talking about? The entitlement is just ridiculous. What are they taking away from her? I get up, I go to work, I pay my bills, I go buy groceries. What? Where's the scraps? What am I supposed to be getting that I'm missing? Because she's it angry that her scraps are being taken away. Right. I well, mean, eventually, eventually you get to the place where there's there's not enough goodies to go around, and then everybody gets upset about it. And and we're we're to the point now where certain um, people are realizing, hey, wait a minute. The illegal alien invaders are getting more than I am. And now they're mad about it. I saw New York City was going to give away, uh, I think it was $10,000 gift cards. Yes. Yes. $10,000 cards. What are these goodies you're talking about? Who's getting the goodies? Right. I'm not receiving anything. Am you I are paying for the goodies, Craig, and you should be oh. you should be thankful yeah. that you are well enough off that you can provide goodies. You're on the supply side. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're, you're a supply side economist. You're an important part of the the whole concept. Though, so. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to get up if you're able bodied and go somewhere and produce something and you know provide for the family that you had. But no, then no. again. We're not part of the government prostitution where we have babies to receive money, so I guess I don't understand that. Well, you got to ask so. yourself, Craig, who is really smarter? Um, the people, who was it? There was a House member on one time that said that he had calculated the numbers, and this was, golly, six, eight years ago, and that if you worked all the systems right, you could not work, and I think it was getting like fifty or sixty thousand dollars worth of benefits. Sixty thousand like, dollars. If you if you hit pushed all the right buttons. Wow. Sixty thousand dollars, and and I asked the question then. Well, who are the smart ones? Those of us who are working to make that or less, or those of us who have figured out, hey, I can do nothing and get sixty thousand dollars. The smart ones are the ones doing nothing. Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. I've already come to that conclusion because I actually <laughs> care and do stuff. Right. Hey, one other thing, just to get back on the presidential thing, Nikki Haley's becoming a little a little hemorrhoid to me. I mean, have you heard her <laughs> back? Such a great Trump? word. I love it. Little Nikki hemorrhoids. That's what they called her when well, she had a, ba- a band. <laughs> well, that was her Indian name, running hemorrhoids. So, <laughs> right. you know, because she's Indian. Well, did you see that she had a very, like, when they do quotes, you know, they'll be, ask not what you can, what is it, ask, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, and hers is uh, 12 fellas down, one to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Scott, be She said it. She did say that. Just <laughs> she did words. say it. Oh, right. my goodness. Can you imagine she her did, staff? She did say They're it. Like, Take her phone away. How do you miss that? It's like, mm. don't say that, Nikki. <laughs> she wow. Nikki must be way more bye mature bye. than we are. <sighs> Nikki's going to yeah. go bye-bye right after this uh, the primary. It's not. It's this Saturday, isn't it? It's the South Carolina. Saturday? They vote on Saturday? I think they did the Democrat one last Saturday, and they're going to do this one. Weird. Um, Craig, did you see there was an interview that had at least three white women 
Where do white women? Um, three white women who said they voted for Joe Biden. They were Democrats. They skipped the Democrat primary in South Carolina because they're going to vote for Nikki Haley in the Republican primary. It's also so comforting. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, boy, they really moved up the ladder on that one. <laughs> so, good. Mm. Look, I did, again, I, I listened to some of these shows and I listened to some of these Democrats, and I just, they really do not accept reality. And it, it is, and I, I don't understand. Some of them I think are decent people, but I really don't because, again, they kill as many babies as they can and they believe in child trafficking because they vote for it. Remember, when you vote, you vote for those things. You say, I can't get enough of them when you vote yes. Right. So I just, I don't understand what they don't see. Well, here's what, what happens really to, to, to liberals, liberal white people especially, because um, they, they're, they're leading these parades. They are the type of people who have always been shielded from the really difficult work or the, the effects of whatever their policies are. And or they've you know gone to the right school. They make enough money where they're not they're not worried about what they do to the economy. And other people, good, solid, God fearing, regular, patriotic Americans, are the ones who who stem the tide, who keep them protected from the realities that they're asking for. So it is people like you, Craig, who are who are shielding them from what they're asking for so they never have to pay a penalty. I wish they could ride with me one day because I'd love to take them to some realities. Matter of fact, I'd probably drop them off in that reality for about an hour or two and then come back and get them as they're chasing my truck. So, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. But it's just, but you're right. I mean, and again, like one of them was arguing yesterday about how why could you vote for Trump? He's guilty of this. He's guilty of that. And, of course, they reminded him once uh, once again. And then they brought up Joe Biden. Well, that has nothing to do with it. What? Right. What? I mean, well, I'll tell you what, Craig. On the other matter. side, when we come back, I'm going to have a quote for you from the former Attorney General Bill Barr about oh. the Trump-Biden race. You do not want to miss it. Especially call your liberal friends and get them to listen. Thanks, Craig. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. This half, the second half of the show is running out, but we have a special guest on for a few moments. Dr. Stuart Tankersley is going to... Um, is Dr. Tankersley, I've been hey, seeing some stuff about excess deaths out there, which, you know, we kind of keep up with here, but what is going on? Is there new information? What's happening? Yeah, I went to another funeral a week and a half ago, and one of my family members said, you know what's crazy? Of course, this guy's gotten several of the shots. You know what's crazy? I've never been to as many funerals as I've been to in the last six months. Mm -hmm. Well, you know why? Because of these freaking shots that are killing people, and the evidence is right before us. Um, did you say that to your friend, or where did you... Did you um, I looked you at know. him, and I said, I think I know the reason why, and he turned and walked away. <laughs> and, uh, I knew there was going to be more to that story. Yeah, of course. But we know how these shots are killing people. And the data, this is our government's own data. In okay, the, give it to in us. In the year 2022, we had 496,000 excess deaths. That was a 17.53% 17 
increase. And okay. in the first nine months of 2023, we had 156,000 excess deaths, 7.8% increase. Now, are they, are they, let me, let me ask a question, Dr. Tankersley. Is the, are the federal, is the federal government adjusting the curve so that excess deaths are, there's a smaller number as we go? You know what I'm saying? Are they correcting as they go? They've been playing games with the numbers all throughout this whole catastrophe. Okay. So uh, these numbers should be higher. Yeah. But what is so insane, I mean, everything about this is insane, of course. But here we are in our state with our governor supporting a gambling bill, which is nothing more than a tax on the dumb and stupid. And uh, it is unbelievable that they're not doing anything to save the people from this awful Alabama Department of Public Health and what they are doing to it. Right. Do you think this is the fifth term that the, the fifth legislative session that they refuse to do anything to help us? So, am I correct, and Allison, I know you can help with this too, did they not just present, or have two bills been presented, as far as the ADPH is concerned, or nothing? Well, thank God uh, Senator Gavan has introduced a bill to take the authority out of Scott Harris and the Medical Association, and more importantly, the Hospital Association's Mm -hmm. hands. But the whole point is, the whole ADPH needs to be taken under the control, not just during emergency (laughs) powers. Right. But the, no, I agree with you. We rank 40, yeah, we, we're 49th in the country in, in health, and the public health still has no accountability to the legislature. It's insanity. Do you think that the entirety of the ADPH can be taken out? I mean, can that control, Can is that something that's realistic and that can happen? And if so, what can we do to help? Well, the law's got to change so that the the director of ADPH is not, unlike any other state, Scott Harris is appointed by the Medical Association, which has been co-opted by the Hospital Association. Mm-hmm. And look what they're doing. But the whole thing's got to change. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. And here we are wasting all this time and effort uh, putting all these taxes on the young, uh, on the uh, dumb and, uh, and poor people by, the, by these gambling. These gambling interests have more, will have more money than any other of the big the big uh, big mules in our state the amount of money that will that will worsen the corruption in alabama if they get their way with these bills will be even worse yeah i don't i don't disagree dr tankersley do you know the bill number i could look it up but do you know the bill number offhand that uh senator gavan I'm sorry, I do not. I just and thought, Senator uh, Gavan has reached out, and we're going to try to get him on to give us some updates. We we thought we had him, but he ended up having to change committee meetings one day last week. So we'll get back with him and kind of see where that uh, where that is in the process. I'm sure he's probably had uh, you know somebody said, look, if you can't can't be for gambling, mm. might have a hard time on that bill over there. That's right. Yeah. That's the way they do it. Screw the people. That's right. Uh, Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dr. Tankersley. Have a good one. Thanks for filling us in. We have one half left of Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll get to that on the other side. We'll be back.